I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January, or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. I've been podcasting since 2006. In that time, I've tried countless hosting platforms. But in August 2022, we switched to Transistor to power all of our shows here at True Story FM. And it's been a game changer. I love the Transistor allows unlimited podcasts and storage without extra charges. We can publish so much content. And we do. If you want to start up a podcast, do yourself a favor and host your show on Transistor. With their one-click publishing, you can get your new show onto all the major podcast directories effortlessly. And their website builder lets you quickly build custom sites for each show. The detailed analytics are invaluable, too. You can access all kinds of listener data anytime. Oh, and the versatile players allow you to embed episodes anywhere to reach new listeners. Plus, the team behind Transistor is super responsive and keeps making the platform even better. After using countless hosting services over 15 plus years, Transistor has been hands down the best podcast partner for us. If you want a hosting platform to take all the worry out of getting your podcast out into the world, go to thenextreel.com slash Transistor and check it out. Support our show and support your own show by going to thenextreel.com slash Transistor. Start growing your podcast today. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. All right, it is August 11th, 2022, and Satmat is back. That's right, Saturday Monday is back here for a brand new season. And we thought... What better way to swear it off than with the hairiest group that we could assemble? So three bearded men have come here to talk about uh, movies and whatever else comes up along the way. So joining me in the booth is Ray. Hello. There he is. Uh, And also joining me is Rob. I'm shaving right now. I'm going to shave it (laughs) off right now. You're going to hear the buzz and nah, it's fine. So, so much has happened uh, in, in between time. Uh, studios have risen and fallen. Movies have disappeared for completely. Uh, it, there's a lot that's happened. So so give me a little bit about what, what you've been watching, what you've seen over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I, I, I want to put it in terms of 
good things and bad things. So like if you've seen stuff you didn't like, I was calling it impressed and depressed uh, because some things make you happy, some things make you sad. So uh, give me a, a, a impressed, depressed. Uh, show me things that you liked, stuff maybe that you didn't like so much uh, since we've been gone. Okay, well, I am particularly excited because Paramount Plus has just started releasing new episodes of Beavis and Butthead. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and I'm a huge Beavis and Butthead fan. Oh, and, have, you, uh, have you started watching the new episodes? Yeah, uh, the okay, third I have, one. I have not came seen out. them. So, so you know what? Fifteen, twenty years later, right? How 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 have the how have the boys uh, grown and changed and matured? I mean, it's definitely different, and it's kind of just barely a continuation of the movie that came out earlier this summer, Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe, uh, where they get sucked into a black hole and they wind up in the year 2022, oh. which is why they're the same age they were back in the 90s. <laughs> Very so good. There's time travel in the Beavis and Butthead universe now. And so now instead of music videos, which there still are some music videos that they give their commentary on, they're now also watching TikTok. Okay. Oh, God, no. Oh, no. And it is wonderful. Yeah. It, it's, so it still has that same uh, irreverent stoner charm? It, it, it makes me laugh. That's that's all I can <laughs> really say works. about it. <laughs> I have not checked in on Beavis and Butthead since Beavis and Butthead do America. So that was the last time I had any interaction with them. Uh, other than so. that, I've I've, um, I've actually been doing this movie challenge for Ooh. the month of August. Okay. Uh, I call it the horror subgenre smorgasbord. Where <laughs> Okay. Uh, so I have a bunch of friends helping me out with this where every day of the month is assigned a different subgenre within the horror main genre so i have like werewolf films vampire films haunted houses uh stuff like that you know so there's like 20 some different subgenres, and then a couple of other themes in there and then my friends vote on the movie they think i would like the most that i haven't seen yet and i watch it that particular day mm. and sometimes i watch extra movies so far it's only been 10 days into the month and i've watched 26 horror movies. Okay. Whoa. And, and how many of these are ones you had never seen before? All of them. I've all never, of them. Uh, okay. All wow. of them are unseen for me. Okay. And I think the the highest rated one I have so far is Train to Busan. Oh, okay. So that was great. Right, how about you, Rob? What you been watching? Okay, wait a minute, hold on. I'm still I'm still circling back here on the Beavis and Butthead. Okay. I, okay. I was not I was not interested in Beavis and Butthead. Certainly was not interested in the 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 continuing adventures of Beavis and Butthead. But TikTok let me just say that I've had a couple of long, sleepless nights in the last month. And for some reason, my TikTok algorithm is like 40, 40% religious, 40% nerd, and 20% like girls in bikinis made from tape. And I, <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> and listen, before anybody said, oh, no, you're not. Dude, I mean... I can only imagine what Beavis and Butthead's reaction is to TikTok because, because, you know, it's yeah. a long form version of a long form ver, ver, mode of entertainment. So I, for them, it's perfect. But, mm -hmm. OK, you've got me interested now in that. I may have to watch that. Uh, all right. <laughs> During the break, I finally got caught up with Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel was great. It totally yes. made um it became a, it it became the show I wanted it to be in the fourth episode. So I agree. so the whole second half of it is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, please go ahead and watch it. Uh, I love that Ray talked about Paramount Plus. Love Paramount Plus. Not only mm. did Strange New Worlds and Strong, I finally oh. got caught up on seasons on, on season two and one of Evil, 
And if you're oh. not watching Evil, you should. It is spectacular. It is the X-Files in the Vatican set in okay. New- set in New York City. <laughs> And it is so entertaining. Uh, Mike Coulter, the guy who played Luke Cage, he's the main character. Oh, nice. And crazy stuff happens. The middle, we're in the middle of like the third, nearing the end of the third season. So good. Michael Emerson, for people who are Lost fans, you should check that out. Um, But I will tell you, with everything going on, Paramount Plus right now, heavy rotation in our household. Mm. You know, it's interesting because whenever Paramount Plus was first announced, I was extremely skeptical that right? it would amount to anything. And they have been the most consistent uh, with good programming for me. Well, for one thing, they have all the Trek. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. Strange New Worlds in particular, as far as new Trek goes, is just phenomenal. And I cannot wait for that to continue, especially since uh, in the second season, we're supposed to get a crossover episode with Lower Decks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They announced that at, at the San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. During our break. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what that's going to be, too, because apparently it's going to be live action on their side. Yeah. Like when the characters, because they they made a joke about oh like animated characters like Roger Rabbit that walk around they're like no no the characters from Lower Decks will step into live action when they come over awesome. to Strange New Worlds. Nice. I was like, oh, that's really so like the voice actors get to like get the uniforms and stuff too. That's kind of neat. Well, and wait, and and, and don't you want to see? Is oh, I if I'm pronouncing this wrong, the Cerat- Ceratos? What's their ship? Cerritos. 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 I want to see a a live action Cerritos. Yes. That's fantastic. (laughs) Nah, it's this. All this stuff is great. Well, maybe not every, maybe not everything, but I mean, (laughs) maybe F F boy Island may not be, well, that might be HBO max, but never mind. That's another story. (laughs) Uh, So I actually, because just weirdness of schedule, I actually had a lot more time to watch movies, which is something I haven't been able to do. It's just just to keep up on television. So I actually have watched a ton of movies over this. Uh, The two that uh, were my biggest disappointments were uh, Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Uh, yeah, Pixar kind of stumbled on that one in my estimation. Uh, and uh, the Gray Man. Wow, that was a lot of money for not a lot to to return. Uh, you wonder why Netflix is going down when you spend two hundred million dollars and you make an average nineties action movie. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, film, so wait. R- remind me, Gray Man. What is what is it? Gray Man. That's 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 uh, the Russos, uh, and basically they got the writers from uh, from. Um, Captain America Winter Soldier and a bunch of other Marvel stuff and they got Chris Evans and they got Ryan Gosling uh, and it's average. What? It's like everything, everything, it's like on paper it looks like this should be the best epic action movie ever. I didn't watch it and I was like yeah, okay. Like Wait, does it have any does it have any rewatchability as just a popcorn flick or no? I mean, I would say no. I mean, there, there's there's I, I give a lot of credit to their the the stunt coordinators and stuff too. They did a lot of really hard work there too. But everyone in it is just okay, and it's it plays the most cliches I've seen in a movie in a long time. Where it's like. So you just thought you could assemble all the cliches in one room and you could, you could do it in Avengers of cliches? Um, no, sorry, no. I, I don't know. There, there's, there's really nothing about that's that's. I don't even think like, oh, I hated it. It was terrible. No, it was just. Eh. And for uh, that giant of a movie, yeah, you can't right. really wait. Go and that's with, and that's mm. Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. That's Ryan Gosling, yeah, and Chris Evans, and Chris Evans. So yeah. two Chris, Chris Evans. Evans, two for two. I know, right? Well, and the Russos too. Man, the Russos are are uh, post. 
Oh no! And Infinity War are, are are not hitting it out of the park. Like you mm. think these guys who have the number one movie, they're like, hey, say what you want about James Cameron, but like he's yet to make a bad movie. Uh, okay, you're right. I, well, there's one, there's, there's one coming that you know who knows. But at the same time, I watched Avatar again with my daughter. She had never seen it before, and it still holds up. Like I'm, oh, I was sort of like, oh yeah, this movie again. The blue people in the jungle. I watched it. And I was like, oh no, I forgot. There's a reason this was the highest grossing film of all time. It's a really, really good movie. Oh. Even with all their tropes, he still makes a really, really consistent world, which the Russos eh, maybe not so much. But let's not leave on the negative part. Uh, the two things I saw recently that really blew my mind were. Prey on mm. Hulu, the new Predator movie. Oh my gosh, that movie is unbelievable. I was, I was, I was hoping. I thought it was like the little movie that could, even though it was, a, you know, sort of a big budget thing, I mean, for a big studio film. But man, it was so much better than I thought it would be. Uh, and then I got a chance to see on my birthday. I decided I wanted to see Bullet Train, and it delivered. It was exactly mm. what I wanted it to be. Uh, big, bright action movie. Everybody having fun. It's the movie that the Gray Man should have been. Oh, <laughs> and no. probably they probably spent, you know, 25% less money because, I mean, it's still a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stars. But one thing I liked about the, about that one in particular is that uh, David Leach, who directed uh, Deadpool, um, really, like, went through his Rolodex and called everyone. So every time a character shows up, it's someone you know. So it's like, it's not, it's, I guess it's kind of a cameo fest, but they actually give them something to do as opposed to just walking by the camera. Like, every time someone is revealed, you're like, oh, like, ah! So it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. And I hope that they continue on with that, too. So interesting, Green Man and Bullet Train, both novel adaptations. Yeah. So who knows? I wouldn't think that that would be where you're getting your good action movie stuff from. But hey. Wait, what is a what is a novel? What is a novel? Not a, a book a, oh, a, with words oh, that no. people read. And no, no not a fan. No, no okay. doesn't ring a bell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does ring a bell <laughs> is. <laughs> people don't read anymore. I was, waiting, I was making that joke. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, let's move on then uh, to uh, what's coming in the, in the past future to trailers. However, uh, we have changed the rules on trailers a little bit. So uh, we uh, talked a little bit about uh, Saturday Night Night, and you'll, as you'll see over over the weeks, uh, we've uh, lightened the rules a little bit to make things a little more fun, a little more uh, exciting, uh, to change things up a little bit. And we have said, if there's not a tra new trailer of a thing coming out this week, then why not a trailer for the past that you have uh, particularly enjoyed? So uh, we're basically we're the idea is that we're just going to talk about trailers uh and it can be any trailer from any point uh from present to past so one of us this week picked one of those so we'll get to there but we still have an order to do and ray you were the first one in there with a brand new movie so tell us about your trailer yes it's a it's a movie that hasn't come out yet but uh it's the trailer itself is a couple of weeks old at this point but we haven't been around for a couple of weeks that's right so uh my trailer is for a movie that i am Really looking forward to, uh, probably more than anything else the rest of this year, and that is Halloween Ends, uh, the sequel to the Halloween 2018 reboot Quoll and <laughs> Halloween Kills, which came out last year, which for some reason... Everybody and their mother seems to dislike, but I thought was just absolutely phenomenal. Hmm. Uh, I thought it was a terrific movie. It had some of the best kills in all of the, the franchise and some of the best writing. And it's, I personally think it's one of those examples of the meme that they stole from Back to the Future. Uh, I guess you're not ready for that yet, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> Thank you. 
Let's go. But anyway, Halloween Ends is coming out this year. Uh, it actually, unlike the previous film, which took place the exact same night as Halloween 18, this one takes place four years later. So there's a bit of a gap there. And Michael's been gone. Laurie learns to move on finally from the Michael Myers business, stop being so obsessed with him and evil incarnate and tries to embrace life as she's now living with her granddaughter Allison and then apparently according to the official synopsis that's available on the movie's website there is a murder that is the, the, where the main suspect is a babysitter and something's not quite right and Michael's somehow involved and that's where our story begins but Halloween Ends will be released on the 14th of October this year and it is supposed to be the end of this uh, you know cycle duel between Michael and oh. Laurie Strode but yes. that has also been the case three times prior by my count. So who really knows? <laughs> yes, I, I did see Halloween H2O, so I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so that is my trailer for this week, okay. Halloween um, Ends. Well, so you're a fan of, of this this sort of third bite of the apple? Oh, very much so. I mean, it, it, as far as I'm concerned, this is the best part of the franchise. If you okay. took all the movies and lined them Line them up. This is the best part of it. Okay. Yeah, I, I have I have not seen. Uh, I've I've watched some compilations of two. I have not actually seen any of the new ones. Um, but uh, I I really like the fact that they got uh, Jamie Lee Curtis back and actually gave her something to do. You know, yeah. that they sort of made it that it's a it's it's the battle of wills between the two of them, and uh, and that you know in the next in the last one that that she was prepared. Like she knew what, uh, you know, had been waiting for this battle and stuff too, and, and really gave uh, like because I've, too many of the the lesser sequels to Michael Myers have just been uh, the parade of creative kills, right? And it's like, yeah, okay, but at some point that that kind of gets a little boring. Uh, so I think the last one involving the town I thought was really clever, like having the, the sort of the mob yes. chasing him around. I, she went full survivalist. I'm going to yeah. tell you this. That's my favorite scene in almost all the movies. Oh, I, think, yeah. I think Halloween Kills is absolutely tremendous. And that whole scene where the crowd actually mm -hmm. finally takes the power. And all, OK, and stupid Anthony Michael Hall, yeah. everybody, you needed to, to draw and quarter him. Like you needed <laughs> to dismember him every single digit. There is no holding back. You do every, you cut the head and then you cut all the other pieces apart and then yeah. you burn them and then you dissolve them and flush them down the drain in like seven States. That, that was, that was very, that was a very William Wallace. I, <laughs> I got very specific there. No, like honestly, I, you know, it, it, my first question on this is in this trailer, I know that they always said this was going to be a trilogy of this new this new era of the original movie or the original two, is right. it going to be over? Like ends. I mean, is it because where's the, because where's the rest? Like Halloween goes to hell. Like we could take a, yeah. take a page from Jason. Like, I don't know. Maybe this needs to just be closed for a while. Well, can I tell you something that's got me really excited? Uh oh, it's, it, it, it's, there's really no basis for, uh, in fact, for this really per se, but they, uh, there's been a quote that was taken 
slightly out of context where Jason Blum has expressed interest in continuing the story of Halloween three, which has nothing oh. to do with Michael Myers. Oh yeah. But yeah. Well, your favorites. Right. So if they explored the, uh, the story from that movie, I mean, okay. I, I'd, I'd be a happy boy. They have options. Yeah, say Blumhouse has been doing some really interesting stuff with IPs. I mean, in Invisible Man was well, and, super and, creepy. And they have a new Exorcist trilogy coming oh. out soon. Are we, are we leading to a, a multiverse of murderers where, like, all the Michael Myers from all the different uh, incarnations will, will meet and <laughs> slaughter a town? There's three different shapes uh, moving oh. through the area. Just <laughs> I would want to see that. <laughs> oh my god that's amazing and have one of them be the little uh, kid the, you know when he's got the clown oh yeah right uh but speaking of multiversal madness uh let's talk a little bit about marvel uh marvel had uh, quite a big show over at san diego comic-con tons of announcements which we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about here uh instead we're going to focus on one the the one that's coming out very soon uh that has a a trailer that uh they they dropped that was one of the, the only sort of full trailers that we got to see from all the announcements, uh, and that is the sequel to Black Panther. Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Your woman will cry. No woman will cry. E little darling, don't shed no tear. No woman will cry. was sort of coming out uh, it was my opinion that i thought they made a mistake i thought they really should have recast t'challa i thought that it, it made it made like sense and i i'm not going to go into a whole thing about that i have a whole rant about that and why i think it's a good idea because it i feel like it more honors the legacy to let the character go on to say that uh you know that uh, the uh, the unfortunate late chadwick boseman was the first to person to play t'challa as opposed to the only person to play t'challa once I saw this trailer and then heard them talking about it, I was sort of like, oh, this is the entire cast and crew who actually got to work with him. This is them processing their grief for losing their king. And I was like, oh, okay, you're right. I'll, I'll let you have it. Like, yeah, I'm sort of like, okay, I won't, I won't like snipe from the sidelines or anything like that. I'm like, okay, you, you deserve that too. So if that's, if that's, you want to have Wakanda in mourning over that, all right, we all need to process it in our, in our own way. Uh, so 
there's a there's a lot going on in this trailer. Obviously, uh, I'm yes. still parsing out what all this stuff is. But uh, the uh, who's going to be the new Black Panther? Of course, is the big questions of two. What is Wakanda like? What has happened? Uh, where where is everyone at this point? Uh, and then uh, the big thing for me is. Namor finally can remember we yes. have Namor the Submariner, one of the very first Marvel characters, and in in the sixties and stuff was a huge character, uh, like as 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 popular as Spider Man and, and Iron Man and and Captain America in his time, uh, but sort of forgotten over the last couple of days. And now we see this in a, in a complete reimagining, and I'm so excited to see sort of where they because I, I like all of the uh, the I think it's Incan imagery that they're sort of putting into that. Uh, so I don't know what the story is. Uh, but I am I'm 100% there. What do you guys think of the trailer? I think if if Namor doesn't have winged feet, I'm boycotting the movie. <laughs> he does. I actually watched the, in the in the in the birth scene. You actually can see he has little wings on his feet. He's I missed like, it. Oh, they're really doing it. But are they wings or are they fins? No, they're wings. Wait, really? Little white, little white wings, which is like pure canon. Which I, I was like, I'm really oh, surprised yeah, yeah. Of all the things they kept. They kept that. Okay, oh, nice. I think it looks great. I mean, look, I, I same as you. I wasn't sure what you do in terms of the T'Challa character, but mm. I will say that if this is the approach they're going to take, and by the way, who am I to say you do the people sure. who create it? You do. You exactly. guys do what you do, right? Right. I love the fact that there is that this is right into a funeral. Like is what was what all the assumptions are of this trailer, and that mm. you're ex, you're immediately getting people prepared. And I think that if they begin the movie with this, it allows it to to be dealt with reverently. And you get right into then the story of how does this all get put back together? And then, you know, whatever's going to happen with the villains and, and or mm-hmm. however that's going to be. Um, I love the fact also that it is left. They give you that tease of, of the new, quote unquote, Black Panther. Right. Right. Without and nobody seems to know. I mean, even the leaks. And I, and I know that we always talk about this. The toy companies, they'll all, they already yeah. had leaks and stuff. It's still unknown as to who the new Black Panther is. I, I hope that is not the central thing of the movie. Oh, I don't think like, I, I don't think it mantle. is. I yeah. think there's other stuff going on. Right. But, uh, I'm, yeah, but I'm curious about that. What do you think, Ray? I, uh, I so much to process here. Like yeah. you said, uh, one of the things that really stuck out to me in this trailer uh, concerning the funeral scene was how different it is to how we in our culture would perceive a funeral. Mm. Where you know, whenever we have somebody pass away, it's it's very common for everyone to wear black and to be in mourning. But here mm. in the, Whenever they're in their funeral march, everybody's wearing white and it seems Mm -hmm. more of a celebration of life, which is really cool. Uh, But you also do see these people mourning. Uh, Angela Bassett in particular is seems to be having a really tough time uh, just saying how she's lost everybody in her family and things like that. So um, Which, which makes you worry about Shuri. Yeah. Well, it definitely like, but makes I'm that in your family. No, right? And then well then and then they go to that clip where she is crying, Shuri is crying and she's almost being lit from a an, an ethereal light. Like Yeah. I I mean that 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 quote is in there not for any particular for, for a particular reason to make people wonder what is going to happen, so Right. One yeah. thing that I wonder about and this is kind of minutia, but real quick I'd like to get your opinion on this. What do you think has happened to Daniel Kaluuya's character from the first movie? Cuz he's not in this one, but what do you think the fate of his character was? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I I don't know. That's I I guess he would have come back after the snap. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this is all happening, you know, in contemporary times, like at the same time that Miss Marvel and Moon Knight and stuff are happening in 2026. 
I'm trying okay. to remember how far the jump was. So I guess is it right. always five years ahead of us now? I don't. I don't know. It's that, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, but wherever it is, the whatever the contemporary time uh, of that has happened. Um, so I don't know. Maybe we'll just not get to see everyone in Wakanda because yeah, he has said that yeah. he's he's not coming back. So maybe it's because we're focusing more on the royals, the royal family, and right. He's busy with that uh, with that UFO on that horse ranch. <laughs> <laughs> No, not the same character. Never mind. Sorry. No. All right. So, uh, so now, so we're gonna now we're gonna go a little retro uh, because uh, you sort of went back in time uh, to talk about trailer. So, uh, tell us about the trailer you picked, Rob. Here it is, 2006's Superman Returns. You've been gone a long time. Where did you go? Hello. Yeah, well, you've been gone. Fearless reporter Lois Lane is a mommy. But if you ask me, she's still in love with you know who. How could you leave us like that? I moved on. So did the rest of us. The world doesn't need a savior. And neither do I. This is kind of a little reunion, isn't it? Heck, I'm a fan. I'll have advanced technology. Thousands of years beyond what anyone could throw at me. But millions of people will die. Billions! You wrote that the world doesn't need a savior. But every day I hear people crying for one. Come on, let me hear you say it just once. You're insane. No! <laughs> no, it was the other thing. Superman will never. Here's why I picked this trailer. Okay. I want to. I, if we we're going to change the rules, I am shattering. Sure. The, I wanted to just jump right in and do it. I wanted to pick a trailer <laughs> that could fit in to the theme that we will do later on in today's episode about movies. Oh. In oh. movies that we saw, and then maybe our opinion, our opinion changed one way or the other. Yeah, this is a trailer that I could not have been more hyped about. Everyone mm. was excited. This was picking up after the events of Superman Two with Christopher Reeve. Forget mm -hmm. three and four, no atomic mm -hmm. man, whatever all that stuff was. <laughs> okay. And everyone was jazzed. When this trailer came out, I remember thinking, yeah. whoa, 
You got the theme, Fortress mm-hmm. of Solitude, Brandon Ruth, Ru- Ralph Ruth, Ralph, you, Ralph. Ralph. Brandon Ralph looks amazing. Mm-hmm. The Le- Lex Luthor looks looks like it's a cool portrayal that's in the line of all this. That ending shot, and if you know don't know this trailer, go ahead and rewatch it. It ends yeah. with one of the coolest Superman shots ever. Getting yes. shot in the eye, in the eye. bullet yeah. hits your eyeball, bounces off. You watched the trailer and you went, heck yes, Superman returns. Let's do it. And then you saw the movie and it <laughs> sucked. Not, Bra- not Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh is awesome. Yes. Awesome Superman. I think I think time has shown on that one. So I, I think yes. that's, that's... But this, tra- <laughs> this trailer had so much promise. Me, not so much. Uh, yeah. What did you guys think? <laughs> I have an interesting relationship with Superman Returns because when I, the one and only time I've gotten to go to San Diego Comic-Con and get into Hall H, uh, the Warner Brothers presentation was focused around Superman Returns. And so I was in the crowd of whatever it is that room fills, 4,000, that got to see the very first footage of Superman Returns. Uh, And he didn't actually show us a trailer. So Brian Singer was there and the cast was there. They had a whole presentation and he, he, he called it a tone poem he's like it's not a trailer this is a tone poem because we're still shooting in australia right now uh and so they they showed up there and it was it was not a lot of effects but it was a lot more of the dramatic scenes of them uh, like just talking and superman sort of like you know uh when he returns he like it, it actually stuff that didn't end up in the movie when he come when he got to see krypton uh and then he gets to come back and sort of like it makes a dramatic you know re-entry uh all those kind of things and so yeah we walked out of that like all right yeah superman is he's he's gonna return yeah and and i had the same thing where i watched it i was like what is this so superman's now a deadbeat dad what <laughs> what i i i had and i always look back at the moment of the movie like i know the, the the plane crash sequence yeah is so the physics don't work <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it just it took you out of it. I mean, there's so many problems with it. It's just all yeah. over the place. So yeah, it is. It's it's all, it's it's interesting that that was filming at the same time as um, Lord of the Rings. So oh, like, there actually yeah. was a lot of there. There actually is on uh, one of the behind the scenes of Lord of the Rings. Brian Singer visits the set. And so, like, the two of them are sort of comparing notes about, like, I'm just so tired. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> as they're both doing these huge epics. Uh, but the their, bullet, the bullet to the eye is still, that's the bullet a, to the eye is still classic. great. There's, there's, there are fantastic moments in that, but yeah, as a movie, it doesn't, it doesn't quite gel. Wow. What, what did you think of Superman Returns? Right? Well, cr- crystals grow in water, right? <laughs> the only thing they're not making anymore. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, you know, there are. I, I like that movie more than I dislike it. Uh, I, there are, I think there is so much. I mean, it, it's definitely very far from perfect, but I think there is a lot to like about that movie. Um, like you said, Brandon Routh, uh, Kevin Spacey, you know, despite all the craziness <laughs> that's going on in his personal life, uh, I thought was one of the best live action portrayals of Lex Luthor that we had had. Up to that point, yeah, and Parker um, Posey, Parker yes. Posey is fantastic in that movie. Yeah, uh, we, well, that, uh, well, we are missing then, and then obviously there is a problem, and it's no nothing. It's Kate Beckinsale who's in who's Lois Lane. Bosworth, and okay, Kate Bosworth. Bosworth is also in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> she. And okay, I mean, I just want to say this. Just side note, she is like in the top three of most miscast. Like this is right up there with Jessica Alba in the Fantastic Four movies. 
Yeah. Like just wrong. It's the wrong person. Great actress. Nothing, nothing, yeah. but not, no, not that part. <laughs> wait, wait, I want to hear one more race things. Wait, what else is good about the movie? <laughs> what else is good about the movie? Yeah. It, is it the it, train it, layout? The train layout got you, didn't it? It totally. Well, like- <laughs> you know, uh, it, that and we get just an absolutely uh, uh, amazing performance from Cal Penn. Yeah, I was just I was going to say I think Cal Penn's in that too. He has a blinking. You miss it. I don't it. know if he even speaks in that movie. <laughs> so awesome. And Cyclops. Think, and Cyclops. Say, as, as sort of wrapping uh, wrapping this up, um, I, I think this is kind of the first of the requels, if you think about it, because this was. Oh. A direct sequel to the director's cut of <laughs> Superman Two. Oh right, the Richard Donner cut. Yeah, you know they were they were supposed to be playing, even though everyone was recast. I mean, like they were all playing those characters in kind of a re, you know it's right. sort of new but kind of vintage. And for a short time, there was some hope that there was going to be a Superman versus Batman movie with Brandon Routh and Christian Bale. But no. <laughs> Martha. All right. Martha. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, uh, uh, we have changed something since I met, but one thing we haven't changed is the game. Uh, so I have come up with a, a new game for us to play, and you guys will be playing as a team. I have been spending a lot of time on Reddit recently, uh, and so I, I, what I found is it, it's a really good place to find out if for technical information, Like because right now it's really hard to Google anything about tech because all the tech companies have flooded the front page of Google with sites that look like they're technical, but once you get down, they're just trying to sell you some software. Uh, so if you type in whatever problems with your computer and you type Reddit, then usually you'll find a solution. And I've even found uh, if you go on Reddit and you put up the wrong solution, people will be quick to correct you and they give you the right one. So, <laughs> so I've been spending a lot of time there. And I started thinking about Reddit a lot and I thought, you know, there have been a lot of computer users in movies, a lot of hackers and stuff too. And what would a Reddit thread of those hackers look like? So I've put one together. So I have a a series of posts from hackers in major movies. Uh, I'm going to read you uh, those and your job is to tell me what movie this hacker is from. And we're a team. Ray and I are working together. The two of you are working together. I love it. Yes. We all win. Uh, And I have also, uh, I've also uh, put in some clues uh, into the writing of it, including some dialogue from the movie, uh, just to try and, uh, you know, make it a little more authentic. So So name name that hacker. This is a game. Is that what it's called? This is a game I call Hack Attack. Oh, that's better. (laughs) All right. Let me fire it up. Okay. The first posting. TFW, when you lowball your offer just to screw your competition and then end up winning the job. Now I'm stuck here in the middle of nowhere having to debug 9 million lines of code, and for what? Luckily, I found a way to make some extra cash. Just have to run a quick errand. Sorry, can't say more under NDA. And you didn't say the magic word. Oh, um, Nedry from Jurassic Park. That's right. Good call. Yeah, you see how it works? All right. Uh, And then... I'm, I'm trying to keep the same tone, but some of these I'm like having to like force myself to not do it in the character. I was just going to say, as you were saying that, I was trying to think of the placing the voice. That was. Right, that's good. I'm Very trying. Good. To, I'm trying to keep them the same, so sure. it all sounds like me. Sure. It doesn't sound like the person. Okay, so replying to him. Buddy, I know all about terrible bosses. I built my little gaming company up from nothing, and then this company swoops in and buys it out from under me. Luckily, I've still got my side hustle. I think I'm going to set a new high score tonight, and then maybe after I'll sneak over there and get my code back. End of line. 
Free Guy. Oh no, Rob! You. I actually oh, thought really? free, I thought Free Guy too. No, yeah, because we just I just watched it actually a few weeks ago. Um, like I actually I can't see it, but there's a couple of specific things I put in there to. Oh no! You got it. Do you have a hint? Uh, it, how I how I ended it was a very specific choice. Oh, I feel like I should have a keyboard sound effect, like not that I'm actually, <laughs> but just like I'm tapping on keyboard. Oh, I don't know. I uh, know actually that the intention was that it was Flynn from Tron. Oh, uh, end of line. Oh, good. But pull. I guess they can figure out uh, high, there's scores in, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the free guy game. I don't That's know. Cool. But yeah, I can, I can see free oh, yeah. guy. That could have yeah. been it too. Okay. All right. Replying to that, uh, someone posts, hey, don't just go around insulting big companies. You should feel lucky they even noticed you. I built my company up from nothing all by myself. You know what's better than a million dollars? If I had to rate you hot or not, it would definitely not. BTW, send me a friend request. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny post, but. <laughs> it sounds familiar, but I, I, yeah. I can't put my finger on anything. Well, do you know what's better than a million dollars? A billion dollars? Yeah. Yes, you just that's, that's the line from the movie. Wait, do it again? <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, don't just go around insulting big companies. You should feel lucky they even noticed you. I built my company up from nothing all by myself. You know what's better than a million dollars? If I had to rate you hot or not, it would definitely be not. BTW, send me a friend request. The social network. That's right. The hot or not uh, thing. I, I feel really dumb right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, the next reply is, be careful. Talk like that will get you added to my list. You can't do everything yourself. It's the law of unintended consequences. I was hired to hack some sad sacks computer. He ended up catching me, but we hit it off. I helped him with his stuff. He helped me with mine. G2G, I'm getting some fresh ink done. If swordfish is if, if, if swordfish has to be the answer to at least one of these, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, fine. Sorry, I'm. I'm, I'm no, it's not. But I, I can tell you that because I'm trying to. Think, I'm very distracted typing this. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, Ray, I don't know, Ray. No. I, I do, do, do you tell you what the clues were? Yeah. What's the clues? Well, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the person mentioned uh, being added to a list. Uh, there was. Um, uh, hired to hack the computer, and then uh, I would say the big thing was uh, they were getting some uh, fresh ink. I'm a dummy. I won't speak for Ray. We're dummies. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, if you're a dummy, then uh, I, I hate to think what I might. No, be. you're way smarter. No, I say even if, if even the audience is confused, which it probably are, then I will say uh, it was the idea was it was uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, oh wow! So that was Lisbeth. I I have not seen the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, okay. I'm a loser. I don't remember those parts. I don't remember. I don't remember okay. the hacking. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, then replying to that, uh, someone says, you are right. You got to be careful on the net. Just think about it. Our whole world is sitting there on a computer. It's in the computer. Everything, your your DMV records, your, your social security, your credit cards, your medical records, it's all right there. Everything, everyone is stored in there. It's like this little electronic shadow on each and every one of us, just just begging for someone to screw with. And you know what? They've done it to me. And you know what? They're gonna do it to you. Gatekeepers are the worst. Okay, I I don't know what the movie is, but yeah. I can, I that that line rem, remember I that tickled my memory juices there. Yeah. That was a weird way to say that, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> 
I do I do remember that line from a movie. I just can't tell you what movie it is. Come on, Ray, help me out. I don't know. All I know is the word gatekeeper made me want to say Ghostbusters, which is obviously <laughs> not the answer. No, no key masters, but there are gatekeepers in this. I, I can tell you, I, I hid the title of the movie in oh, there. Oh, come on. It's in there. So, yeah, it's the, the very first thing, the very first sentence is, you're right. You got to be careful on the net. Wait, the the net with Sandra Bullock? Yes. Oh, come on. Are you? Oh, that's not the movie I thought this was. I, it's, oh, okay. No, right. okay. Wait, okay. you have. Well, see, it's, it's supposed to get harder as it goes along. Wait, but you I, put, went, I wait, wait, wait. put the name in You the quoted the net and not Swordfish? Yes. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Where's Mandy when you need her? Fish, right? Not listening to this episode, that's yeah, for sure. No. All right, uh, replying to that, uh, this is why we have to tear it all down. This is our world now, the world of the electron and the switch, the beauty of the bod. We exist without nationality, skin color, or religious bias. You wage wars, murder, cheat, lie to us, and try to make us believe it's for our own good, yet we're the criminals? Yes, I am a criminal. My crime is that of curiosity. I am a hacker, and this is my manifesto. You may stop me, but you can't stop us all. I'm frightened. <laughs> well, yeah, when you when you find out who is that said this, you, you'll be less frightened. Again, familiar. But I said that last time it was the Nets. What the hell do I know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, now I'm just now I'm just like going to my head like movies that had like digital espionage or digital stuff. And now I'm. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, OK. It did. But that sounded like a fairly recent. That sounded like a more recent quote. Hmm. I would assume the, the the name of the movie is also in there. Son somewhere. of a bitch! Are you serious? I'm like I didn't expect you to actually know the quote, but well, I was I hoping mean, that you would get into the spirit of the thing. And I don't, I, don't, I missed it. Okay, uh, hey, the the version identifies himself as a hacker, so this is from hackers. Oh come on, <laughs> hackers! Well, who was in that movie? <sighs> Uh, Angelina Jolie for, and I think I think uh, that was one of her earliest roles. Wait, that's okay. And that movie's from um, 1995. Right. I was wrong. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's amazing how much of that stuff is still. Oh, you know, Johnny Lee Miller, today. Lorraine Bracco. Nobody knows right? that movie. That's wow. That's a deep a deep cut. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, so Rob. Pay attention, especially to this one. I think you're, you're much more of this, the demographic here. So, replying to that, uh, it's like I was telling my friend Martin. There's a war out there, a world war. And it's not about who's got the most bullets. It's about who controls the information. What we see and hear, how we work, what we think, it's all about the information. And it won't be a burglar creeping around your house in his sneakers who steals your information. The world isn't run by weapons anymore or energy or money. It's run by little ones and zeros, little bits of data. It's all just electrons. Okay, totally. Quote sounds familiar. Is it sneakers? It is sneakers. Oh, right. Yeah, wait, I didn't think you would even know what that movie was. You impressed me today. Nice you job. Know, well, I, can can I tell you a secret? What I've not seen sneakers, but you, you said sneakers. sneakers. I did say sneakers in the, in the thing. I specifically <laughs> wait put that now. In there because oh, like, is that what we're doing? We're listening. Quote, too obscure. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty good way to do this. You should have said from the beginning, and then we've been listening to every uh, single well, word. They're not in all of them. Uh, well, how many more are there? Oh, well, I think I probably will jump to the bottom because this no, is not going no, great. No, I love so it. I love just, it. Yeah. No, we just got we're stickers. About, he just got this it. We're about, we're about halfway through. So. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We'll keep moving on then. Okay. 
uh, replying to that. Uh, it's worse when the computers start thinking for themselves. I worked for a group who was training one of these AIs. We started simply just playing games with it. The whole point was to find a way to practice war without destroying ourselves, to get the computers to learn from mistakes we couldn't afford to make. Except I could never get it to learn the most important lesson, that there's a time when you should just give up. War games. War games. Very nice. Now we're back. Okay, <laughs> we're back, baby. <laughs> All right, replying to that. It's just getting worse. I had one obsessed with me. They changed every traffic light to get here. The woman, she called me on a stranger's cell phone who happened to be sitting next to me. Never met the guy in my life. And then they broke me out of a maximum security custody in a way I'm not even going to describe to you because it sounds crazy. And then they lift us off the face of the earth and drop us someplace worse. She could probably derail a train. She could probably turn a train into a talking duck. Keep your eye peeled. Is this one of the Fast and the Furious movies? No, oh. that would have been good though. But no, at the at the beginning, I was thinking it might be Live Free or Die Hard, but it's it's oh. not. Oh, and not Swordfish. Again, and not Swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> the password is Swordfish. Swordfish. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you half half of the title is in there, <laughs> in uh. there but I didn't do the full thing. I really thought that the, she could turn a train into a talking duck would be a giveaway, but no. Uh, this is from the Shia LaBeouf classic, Eagle Eye, mm. which, oh, if, if you have not seen, is still holds up. Really? Still a really good movie. Yeah, the idea of like an, an AI specifically targeting one person and, and going after them and like helping them, even though it's destroying oh. things around there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty okay. cool. It, it still it has a dumb ending, but... Okay. All right, replying to that. I thought that computers that learn were a way of the future. Imagine a jetliner with a pilot that never makes a mistake, never gets tired, never shows up to work with a hangover, but it could all go so wrong, so I trashed all my work. Sorry for any typos. I'm still getting used to typing with only one hand. Hashtag no fate. Oh, that sounds so familiar. Do you lose the hand? Do you lose the other hand? I wonder what happened. Yeah. I'm caught up in that. Ray, I can't think of anything else but a one-handed man. It's not the fugitive. Uh-oh. It's not. <laughs> Initially, I was thinking maybe Iron Man 2 because her, her Iron Man, oh. either Iron Man or Iron Man 2 because there's that one scene where Rhodey talks about, you know, the future of air combat. Is it manned or unmanned? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. But, uh, oh, man, I, I really don't know. No, I don't know. Okay, well, hashtag no fate was, could, would have been uh, hashtag no fate, but what we make. Does that help? Uh, that would be Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Oh, wow. It's actually a direct quote is the Imagine Jetliner thing. Oh. All right, all right. Next one. Uh, sorry for spelling. My English is not so good, you slugheads. You're looking the wrong way. The threat isn't around you. It's above you. I'm looking down on all of you. A few lines of code and I shut off your computer, your car, the lights in your house, and you could never stop me. I am invincible. Now, where did I leave my pen? Golden eye. Yes! <laughs> I am invincible! That, oh, okay. <laughs> that you should have not done the ones we don't know. Uh, oh, that's what I should have done. <laughs> What did you know? Why didn't I do that? <laughs> Notes for next time. Come on! Make it easier. All right. Replying. We're almost done. We're replying to that. But, and hear me out here, what if we weren't looking far enough up? We could be outmaneuvered. It's like in chess. First, you strategically position your pieces, and when the timing is right, you strike. Checkmate. Got around and need to find a universal adapter for my Mac. And I mean a really universal adapter. Ooh. 
Independence Day? Yeah. That's I was way to go. Nice job. All right. Last one, and then I have a bonus. I know exactly what you mean. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. It's this feeling that has brought you to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? What's is that the Matrix? Mm. Yes, yeah. the Matrix. All right. Uh-huh. And uh, all right. So I have one bonus one. All right. <laughs> I'm only going to read it once. Working this is nothing due to excuse and not its world of the mechanics, the in fate of expression and is which happened, happened. What's. Oh. Okay. Is that spoken? Nothing. Wait, question. Is that spoken or is it yes. read? It's spoken? spoken? Yes. Oh, okay. You lost me. We still win, Ray. Don't worry. But I yeah, mean, still we still won. <laughs> we still won. Yeah. Come on. I don't know. I'm out. No, no, yeah, no, no Ray. Idea. No, no. No idea. <sighs> no, I am. All right. My, then let my me read it backwards. Oh. Uh, what's happened, happened, which is an expression of the fate in the mechanics of the world. It's not an excuse to do nothing. Is this working? No, that sounds familiar. Why would it have been written backwards? Uh, the Shining, because of the mirror. Because it's it... Tenant. Oh, oh, I never saw that. I, I did. did. I got too confused. <laughs> what? It's backwards? And the winner is Friendship. Well, oh. I got to tell you. I am uh, disappointed so I that one of your movies was not Superman 3. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a lot or of it swordfish. was. How do you not have swordfish? <laughs> I specifically didn't do swordfish because I thought swordfish was too obvious. Uh, is also to find the stuff where people talk about what they're doing and don't just do it. You know, to actually have stuff that I could pull from to do that on. Okay, but, but you know what? For though? next time, it'll be all swordfish and Superman no, three. No, 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 because I I don't remember swordfish. <laughs> well, I only remember one part of swordfish. Uh, but there's and it's the beginning, not where all your minds went. It's the concussion explosion at the beginning, not anyway. <laughs> the ball bearings. Yes, ball bearings yes. About. Uh, the war games. The fact you had war games in there, you win. I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I think by this point, uh, you, as the listener, know about our membership. If you'd like to become a member, you you know how, you know where. Uh, also, we have a deal going on. If you want to be a letterboxed fan, you can head over there and use the code NEXTREEL to get 20% off, you know, all that stuff. But what I want to talk about more is what else we're doing. Uh, and actually, Rob and I have a new podcast that is available for your listening pleasure right now. Uh, you, we, we recorded a, an episode of Curiosity Codex. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of in, on a break uh, with episodes uh, d- talking to Manny Fabian about her film Just Plus None. Uh, we are I'm recording episodes, but we're we're still you know banking those before they, they come out. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Rob had a very interesting uh, topic he wanted to talk about, so we uh, we recorded an hour long conversation about it. Uh, Rob, why don't you tell them a little bit about uh, Trek versus Wars? Oh yeah, we had as we were ending uh, or somewhere in the middle of the season of Strange New Worlds, and we were also talking about Obi Wan Kenobi, and I said, okay. One group is doing better at rebooting nostalgia than the other, and it's not the one you think. Spoiler, it's Star Trek. And we thought, you know what? We got to have a conversation about why that is. What does it mean? Like, what does it mean for all of us who grew up with these great fandoms? And where should things go? And we talk about some very interesting concepts. We throw down the gauntlet of rebooting is not over. At least it should not be over. 
<laughs> maybe recast. Never mind. You'll just listen to the episode. It's great. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, so uh, check out Curiosity Codex. We have a, it's sort of a, a, a bonus episode to tie people over while we're we're on our break. It is quite good. I mean, seriously, not like I mean, everything we do is passable. Right. And, and you know, this it, is... it comes out at the time when uh, <laughs> when the main show is talking about uh, the Star Wars trilogy. Oh. So you know, it all sort of ties in together. So, and know, they've done here. all the Star Trek movies too. So right. Exactly. And you can go back and listen to all those, too. So. Outstanding. All right. Uh, and it's now time for our weekly list challenge. Uh, the challenge that I put forth to uh, myself and, and my two co-hosts uh, was movies that you changed your opinion on. I was hoping by the time we recorded this, I would come up with a, a, a less clunky title of that, but I didn't. So that's what we're stuck with. Uh, so the idea is uh, you saw a movie once, and the next time you saw it, uh, your opinion of it had changed, whether positive or negative, uh, something was different the other time so uh, we don't know what we're each gonna have that opinion on so it'll be fun to do so ray start us off all right well uh my first movie that fits this category is actually one that's coming up this season on the main next real show and okay. that is the original slumber party massacre oh okay I, uh, so I originally saw this movie and I thought, wow, what a really dumb generic slasher that does nothing for me. And then for some reason, because I love to torture myself, I rewatched this and I, 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 it was like I was watching it through a new set of eyes because hmm. I, I picked up on so much that I didn't the first time I watched it. It is still extremely cheesy <laughs> and low budget as you can get but uh, there is so much interesting things there as far as feminism and um, just uh, feminism overpowering toxic masculinity and things of that nature that I didn't pick up on the first time that I really appreciated, especially for a movie of its era when slashers typically are show me more boobs and mm -hmm. stab more people. And, you mm -hmm. know, so yeah, uh, that is my first pick, The Slumber Party Massacre. Okay. Is that the one with the, where the poster is the girl with her braid is a noose? No, or is that, that, that is April, April Fool's, Fool's Day. Day. Okay. All right. I can remember. I've never seen Slumber Party Massacre. So. No, this is the one where the guy is standing and the view is between. He's standing and his legs are spread apart and it's you're looking through them and there's all these girls on the floor. Yes. Okay. And, and, and if you're wondering, Rob, not Rob. a cool use of your photographic memory, but, but I just want to say, as soon as, okay, I start laughing because, because Ray, you did such a great job of like, yeah, let me tell you about this movie that I, mm -hmm. I now have a new, different opinion of. I've looked over, <laughs> it's Slumber Party Massacre, and I almost lost it because I'm thinking to myself, whoa, did you, did you find new levels of massacreness? Was there better slumbering? <laughs> and I had to pull it up because I'm like, wait a minute, maybe, maybe this isn't the movie I thought it was. And it is. it is. Kudos to you. Great pick. Hey, I will put Slumber Party Massacre up against any Ingmar Bergman film. So okay. Seventh Seal versus Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> Only one will be left standing. Oh, okay. Boy. All right. Uh, off to me. Uh, my first one actually is a is a commonly picked one here in the list challenge. Uh, but it, will be, it might be a surprise. It's a little film called Back to the Future. 
Uh, oh. So I saw Back to the Future live in theater when it came out, and I was like, yeah, this is a good movie. Like, it, it's, this, it's not Star Wars, but, you know, it's, it's still pretty good. But then what happened was, uh, for, for you, uh, for the youth among you, um, something happened uh, in the late 80s uh, that, uh, that, that, that changed everything, and that was called the video cassette recorder, mm-hmm. or called commonly known as the VCR. Um, so it was one of these things that swept through the neighborhood. So like suddenly everybody you know got a VCR, and it was and Back to the Future was one of the first uh, movies that came out that you could actually afford to own yourself. Because uh, it used to be that when a movie came out, it was hundreds of dollars and only video rental places could afford those copies. But they, they eventually dropped the price on it. So what happened was I ended up having to watch Back to the Future over and over again for like a solid year. Every time I would go over to somebody's house, they'd be like, let's watch Back to the Future. And it, and it just by process of like, oh, again, like <laughs> oh, it's just it's just over and over and over. And so for the longest time, I was like, oh, I'm so sick. of I hate Back to the Future. It wasn't until it sort of had that that, you know, after the. After the Renaissance, like the, sort of in the DVD age, when it sort of like came back around, I was like, "Oh yeah, Back to the Future." Yeah. I sort of sat down and watched it. I was like, "Oh right, I forgot. This movie is amazing. It's one of the best movies ever made." <laughs> and so I sort of came back around to it. But there was a long period of time uh, where I was like, Ugh, "Back to the Future, no thanks." I mean, I, I totally get it because even you know a movie that you love, you know, I could not watch my favorite movie like on yeah. repeat. Right, like I would hate it. Times and you go. That's funny. Mouthing along the dialogue. We had neighbors, and the two movies that they had that version of when VCRs, and that was the movie right. you watch was Raiders, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark and Poltergeist. Ah, okay. And that's all we watched one summer. My brother and I would just go over there every day and watch both those movies. Yeah. And clowns yeah. were and never the, the is, same again. I, I I got the point. Once <laughs> once I could record my own movies, I would, I would record stuff off HBO and oh, just yeah. watch over and over again. I mean, I've probably seen Beetlejuice like a hundred times yeah. at this point. So, you know, I'm a I full on admit I'm a hypocrite. But no. <laughs> but yeah, it was just one of these things where it was like, ugh, when you have to when you're being forced to watch something, that was even worse. So Rob, what's your first one? Okay, so interesting one. Uh you know, I, we hadn't seen Lightyear yet, and I know I've heard a lot of mixed stuff about Lightyear, but I, I mean Pixar for the longest time had the greatest track record and every time i'd go to a pixar movie i would expect i'd expect to be floored and Mm -hmm. this there is one movie that i always think back about that i will admit the first time i saw it i was like i don't know if i liked it and then we went back and saw it a second time within the week and it is absolutely fantastic and this is 2015's inside out i don't know what threw me the first time we saw it my wife and i both we were like ah i don't know like i'd right And then second time I saw it and completely changed. I don't know what it was. Uh, maybe I wasn't in a good mood. I don't know. Maybe I was, maybe I was very angry or sad. Maybe it was one of the emotions that was gotten hold of me. But yeah, then, that's right. Who was running your control? Who was running? It must have been sadness. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but no, but I have to tell you, and like, it's, it's in like my top 10 of Pixar movies. Like even top, wow. you know, I mean, it's, it's high up there. Like it's a phenomenal movie. Really well done. Hmm. Just did not okay. care for it the first time. All right. Interesting. All right. Ray, what's your second? Uh, my second choice is uh, a movie that I was introduced to because of Pete and Andy on the next reel, and that okay. is the Warren Beatty movie, The Parallax View. Oh, I, wow. I love political thrillers, and I watched this movie because I'd heard them mention it so much on the podcast, and I watched it, and I was kind of let down because I'm like, I, I, I had a hard time following the movie. I didn't get it. I, I just 
thought this was a waste of my time. And but the thing is, uh, and this is the only movie this has ever happened to me with. Regardless of how I felt about it, I could not stop thinking about it. I, I, I just kept thinking about it in, in my mind for weeks and weeks. And finally, I'm like, I got to rewatch this stinking thing. And I rewatched it and chills went down my spine. And it is now for me a four and a half star movie. Wow. Uh, uh, wow. Particularly, the one thing that really gets me, I, I'm kind of a, a JFK assassination fanatic where okay. I, I research th that topic a lot. And one thing that really just chills me to the bone about that movie are the bookend scenes with a Warren Commission like mm. a panel in a shadowy room who are giving you their findings of a murder investigation that are clearly false. And it's, oh, just, like I said, chilling. Oh, look, look, next reel, doing good for the community. Getting you to go watch something and then go back and, and watch it again. We're saving the world. One movie at a time. All right, so uh, my next one. Uh, so when you become a parent, um, things change. Uh, your, your, your mental thing, you're like, you're, you're basically, I, I refer to them as the movers. Like, as soon as you find a kid, like, suddenly your brain gets rewired, uh, whether you want it to or not. And so you want to show your kids stuff, and you think about things that you watched when you were younger, and then you like, oh, let's let's watch this together. And so I sat down, like, I'm like, oh, this, here we go. This Here's a perfect example. Let's sit down. Let's sit together, small child of mine, and watch an, the immortal Disney classic, Peter Pan. Oh, oh, what could be bad about Peter Pan? Um, and well, two things come to mind. Uh, first of all, it's super racist. Uh, and second of all, um, as a parent, it is horrifying. So the premise of even Peter Pan himself is that this <laughs> weird man child who lives, you know, uh, with a bunch of dudes flies over, takes your children. Uh, and then, well, wait, will you get them back? Eh. Maybe, but maybe they're having fun with this this weird two hundred year old dude who uh, you know still dresses in uh, you know leotards and runs around. I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's yeah that yeah. So uh, of, of all the things, there's they've and I'll say I'm, uh, there's you know there's had been really good adaptations of Peter Pan. Like the, there was the live action one with Jason Isaacs uh, is a is a fantastic movie. Mm, yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not bagging on all of Peter Pan, but like the Disney Peter Pan, yeah, yes. that needs to go in the vault next to Dexter's Song of the South. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Not even Sandy Duncan? Couldn't you pull didn't Sandy Duncan play Peter Pan? Maybe, yeah, maybe Sandy Duncan. I think if you if you only had one Peter Pan to watch, watch Peter Pan Goes Wrong. Because Peter Pan Goes Wrong is the best of all the Peter Pans. What about Hook? Oh, no. Peter Pan Goes Wrong above Hook. I like Hook a lot, but, um, yeah, Peter Pan Goes Wrong. Maybe it should just be the peanut butter. Maybe. <laughs> it is my favorite peanut butter. Even though I can't find it anymore. <laughs> they had I, some little I agree with you. issues a little while back. Uh, okay. You agree with me about, about the peanut butter or about Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's just a, just now a it's little bit peanut butter talk. Crunchy, here on crunchy. Time, huh? I mean, nah, nah. all right, Rob, what you got? Okay, so this was interesting. This is a movie that I did not care for at all when I remember first seeing it, and then I watched it again right before um, the most recent 
addition to it came out in the last year. This is Ghostbusters 2. Oh. And I want to say way better than it is given credit for. Wait, yes. yes. There's silliness. Yes, the Statue of Liberty is ridiculous. But sure. there's a lot of great stuff in it, and I should not have been – I should not have held this movie in such disdain. It is a worthy middle You're child darn right you shouldn't in, in the Ghostbuster trilogy now. Okay. Well, I, I just picked up the, the, the 4K box set that they put out, yes. and I've been meaning to watch it again. So I have a, I have a nice uh, high-def – to watch this, I will. I will go back and watch that again because I, I sort of in the, in the same camp of like, yeah, I remember being like, eh, maybe I need to go back and watch it again with fresh eyes. And yeah, no, there are some- can I tell you guys something? Yes. If I ever have a child, I am putting a painting of Vigo the Carpathian <laughs> in their bedroom. <laughs> you have to also add the painting at the end with the four of them. Yeah, like you got to balance <laughs> yeah. it. You got to balance it. <laughs> Oh, boy. There you go. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, what's your last one then, Ray? I'm going to preface this by saying when I reveal the title of this film, please do not jump down my throat. <laughs> Let me tell you, folks, I was a sheep. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was a sheep just like everybody else who thought that this movie was absolute garbage. Everybody puts this movie down. And let me tell you, I used to be one of those people that used to put this movie down until I saw the light and I saw the genius that is 1997's Batman and Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to tell you something. Let him him speak his piece. Well, no, because I thought he was going to say Showgirls. I didn't know where this was going. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, if it's showgirls, you get it. Go ahead. Is this Event Horizon? No. (laughs) What else came out in 97? I'm trying to think of this. There is so much greatness in Batman and Robin, okay? I I mean, first of all, (laughs) I think, first of all, story-wise, it is the logical progression for the character of Bruce Wayne. No more do we have this billionaire playboy who does absolutely nothing but hide himself away from the world and brood, oh, mommy and daddy are dead. Oh, poor me. You know, (laughs) no. Now he has moved past that because in Batman Forever, he came to terms with his parents' death because of his girlfriend at the time, Dr. Chase Meridian. So now he is moving on and he is learning to embrace uh, a new family. And he, so we have that. And I don't think George Clooney did that bad a job personally. Anyway, Arnold Schwarzenegger was a very logical choice for the role of Mr. Freeze. And let me tell you why. Prior to Arnold Schwarzenegger, there were three live action iterations of Mr. Freeze and every single one of them was portrayed as either German or Austrian. So let mm. that sink in for a minute. Okay. <laughs> so it, it makes sense. And, you know, ice puns. Yeah, you're going to make fun of the ice puns because everyone else does, and it's, easy, it's low-hanging fruit for you because you got nothing better to do with your time than make fun of a genius movie like this. 
I, I feel like I'm really, uh, <laughs> but the, the last genius point I want to make, a powerful word. Okay, maybe it's not genius, but I don't think it's a bad movie. But the last point I want to make, and I will make this very brief, is that I think that it is a perfect representation of the 60s era Batman comics, which in themselves were very corny, very colorful, very silly. Uh, I, I remember specifically one of the comic book covers from that era where Batman is talking to Robin. He's like, which which uh, superhero suit shall it be tonight, chum? And he's looking through his closet. And he has Batman suits that are every color of the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> that image has stuck with me for a very long time, but it is a, a true representation of the comics of that time. Rob, that, I see that, you chomping at the bit. <laughs> I have I have six words for you, sir. Six words. Here they are. Never leave the cave without it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, see, I, I, I will I will account I will uh, uh, add on to that the four words that do it for me, which is hi freeze, I'm Batman. The first spoken dialogue in that movie. <laughs> Hi, Freeze. I'm Batman. No! Actually, actually, Oscar-winning screenwriter. Actually, the first spoken words are, I want a car. Chicks dig the car. This is why Superman works alone. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, look at it. It was it was it was a deliberate there is a play. I, I think you're right. There is a place for yes. a, a, a lighter, sillier Batman. Yes. I don't think it was that place, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm an island, but uh, I had I had to say it. Great soundtrack. I'll give it that. And I say, yes. and, and and I think Joel Schumacher, rest his soul, uh, who you know went sort of was ended up being uh, pilloried for for that. I don't think he deserved that much. I think he was no. sort of tried to make the best of a bad situation, and that the and that Warner Brothers had a very specific idea, and, and they, like they they wanted it to be more toyetic. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and that's what they got. And you know, it's it's like, all right, he tried to have fun with it, but uh, people were not in the place to have fun. So when they and do I also, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, I just was just going to say, and I also want to say, I love, I like my Batman with nipples. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray stands alone. All right. Moving on. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So moving on. Uh, I think, I think that's for your, for your show. I think that Batman Rob would be a very interesting topic conversation. So, all right. So my last one, uh, I think a lot of times, Sometimes you see a movie at the wrong time of your life. So uh, when I was sort of in, uh, I would say, the tweens era, you know, like, I'm 12, 13, somewhere around there, I got, we had HBO. Uh, so I got to see a lot of these movies that, and this isn't, this isn't like a, uh, I was too, you know, like, uh, like the, we had a topic a conversation a couple of weeks ago about um, uh, movies you saw too young. In terms of like appropriateness, this is a movie I saw doing in terms of like cinematic language, and I didn't have it then. So I watched the movie, uh, and uh, and I just didn't get it. Uh, and so it wasn't until I went back into it. So uh, it's a movie called Highlander. So I rented this movie, or I saw this movie, and I was watching it. And it's like starts out, uh, and this uh, Russell Mulcahy, this amazing tracking shot through an entire, uh, like the, I think it's a, I think it's a wrestling match. Um, and you walk, flying through the crowd until you find one guy, and then sees that he has spotted another guy across the way. You don't know what that's about, but like somehow they make a connection. Then they go into the parking lot. They both pull out swords. 
uh, they start doing each other until one cuts the other guy's head off. Uh, and then as a lightning storm happens inside the garage, uh, the camera then goes from looking at this guy who's suddenly stunned from the lightning but still alive. The camera pans up. Uh, it goes uh, over the, into the roof. And when it comes out from the roof, it's in Scotland. Uh, and, and I was just like, nope. Like, I don't know what this is, but this is garbage. And I just, I just shut it off. And then I was like, what what was that? And it was, you know, probably, I don't know, seven, eight years later when I had a friend who was like a cinephile who really was the one who got me into movies. He's like, no, no, that movie's amazing. You need to. And so we actually sat down and watched the whole thing. And once I saw the whole thing and it was like, oh, OK, time periods and, and you know, multiple things that's going on, I ended up loving it. But like at the time, I was like, I don't know what this artsy crap is, but no thanks. I'm going to put on my <laughs> Pirated copy of uh, Empire Strikes Back again. I don't remember Highlander. Uh, Highlander. I don't remember. I vague memories of that movie. I only remember Highlander two. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the quickening. Uh, yeah, Highlander is the about the immortals. Yeah, they, all right. They, and uh, Sean Connery, like oh. the reason they have a they have a French guy playing a uh, a Scottish guy and a Welsh guy playing a Spanish guy. So movies and kilts. And kilts. Okay. Yes. All right, there we go. Yeah. There can be only one. Uh, all right. There you go. So, all right. So, Rob, bring us home. I'm giving you your shout out because <gasps> uh, many episodes ago, we had talked about a movie that I had you watch. And then you said, no, uh-uh. <laughs> I went ahead and pulled that movie back out. I watched it. 1989's Always... Oh, <laughs> not a good movie. And let me no. just say, not a good movie. Not a good, movie. Not a good movie. I remember seeing Vindication. it. No, you are. This was for you. I, yeah. I, I remember seeing it. I don't know. I went on a date or something. I don't know. And I thought it was, you know, it was one of those, you know, movies about love across the time and stuff. I don't know what happened. And then I just always had these nice thoughts about it. I brought it up. Mm -hmm. I had you watch it. You came back yeah. on the show and you were like, dude, trash. Ooh. So yeah. I go ahead and watch it. Oh no, it's not a good movie. Yeah. No, it's no. <laughs> it was funny because when you when I had had that as homework, I sat down and I was like, oh yeah, we're doing this new thing in Satman. I have homework. I gotta watch this movie. And I sat down and I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's uh, it's Steven Spielberg and it's called Always. And I was like, oh god, why would you want to watch that? Because <laughs> she'd seen it. And she's like, oh no, once was enough. And like every time I, she'd walk in out of the room like. You're still watching it? <laughs> Can I tell you something? There was a small part of me that for your birthday was going to go on Cameo, <laughs> drop a grand to Dreyfus, and be like, oh. apologize to my friend for watching all this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been so good. I'd be like, oh, man, is he going to do a line from Jaws? And be like, no, I want to talk to you about always. <laughs> He's like, your friend paid like, me oh, money to apologize to you about it. But you both could go to hell. Why, <laughs> why is Richard Dreyfus yelling at me? Oh, uh, man. He hey. should have just let the aliens take him away. <laughs> Can we? Oh, yeah, Richard Dreyfus, let's talk about your cameo in Piranha. Yeah. Go back to writing the opus, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we're just picking battles left and right. The new Satman is combative. Seriously. Did you listen to Satman? They took a dump on Richard Dreyfuss. They went after Spielberg. They went after Schwarzenegger. They went after... 
<laughs> Man, when you really say about George Clooney. Well, there's a oh. reason he portrays Dick Cheney in W. So. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So that's the end. Of, that was the end of, uh, of our, our list challenge. All right. So then uh, uh, next week, I'm not, I'm not sure uh, we who is hosting next week, but uh, let's talk about what we want to send people uh, to do for the challenge for next week. So what category of uh, things do you think they should talk about? It may be a, a little too similar to this week's Tell Me What You Think, but uh, perhaps – uh, movies that are generally not well regarded that you think are underrated. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I had had that thought in reverse, so I think I like yours better. Um, yeah, because I was thinking the other way around. Like, what what super hyped movie do you like dislike? You know, but but I think yours is a much more positive spin on that too. Or so, yeah. or, or movies or. starring George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> That's no. the equivalent of a bunt, I think. <laughs> Your first one's better. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, under underrated movie or uh, movies you think are underrated? Sure. Okay, I'm just yeah. I, I'm not trying to change it. I'm just trying to like get the language right so I can write it into the thing. Does that mean that good enough? Yeah. Or you, yeah. you have any other uh, caveats you want to put uh, on it? Panned movies that you think are underrated. Oh, maybe. okay, oh. that's panned. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. Okay, panned. Okay, Peter panned. It's a critical. <laughs> it all connects. It all Critically connects. Derided. I don't know. What... <laughs> okay, so all right, so then that was uh, all right. So we got our challenge for next week. So that 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 will we'll have interesting to see what movies they think uh, that were critically panned are worth your time. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, uh, tell me a couple things that you are looking forward to in in the weeks ahead. I am looking forward. Uh, school is back in session, especially for those yes. of you who might have uh, adults in college that are still your dependents, but whatever, I won't get into it. <laughs> uh, really looking forward to that. And I have been working on a project with my daughter. Uh, we have a new podcast Ooh. that will be debuting shortly. It's called College is About. It is a conversation between a father and a daughter about the realities of college life. It's, it's actually really amusing, and I think you'll like it. We'll talk nice. more about it probably in the future. I've heard I've heard an excerpt from it that was already very funny. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to hearing the the, the full and complete uh, version of it. Um, I see, She Hulk is coming out pretty soon. Oh, I'm looking forward to exactly, seeing that. I think yeah. that's that's uh, it's, I think oh, it's wow. going to be a nice sort of lighter, easier. You know, it's not going to be yeah. quite as I love I like Moon Knight, but it was intense and it was heavy. Uh, so I think She Hulk is going to be a lot lighter. Plus. As much as I love Tatiana Maslany, for for me, she's like a, she's a walking home run. Like I, I know she's going to be amazing, uh, but it's Jamila Jamil. I cannot wait to see Jamila Jamil as Titania, like as you're great. And of course, uh, speaking for Rob and I, Abomination's back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the fact they actually got Tim Roth to come back. We spent a hundred and some odd episodes talking about our love Tim Roth, and now he's back uh, in the MCU proper. I uh, cannot wait to see what they're going to do with with uh, Emil. I'm not I, big on know, I'm not big on Daredevil in the mustard suit, but we'll yeah, see. But, you know, we'll see. Oh, yeah. but I think it's a cool callback, oh, yeah. though. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I I just right before we started recording the show, I saw a, a clip they released, and it's. Uh, her and Bruce Banner riding in a car talking about Steve Rogers' sex life or lack thereof. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. So, great. Alrighty, we're getting into some new territory. Okay. 
All right. Well, that, I guess so that so that's our show. Uh, so this is this is the uh, the start of the new season of Sandman. Hope you uh, are liking it. Hope to tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everyone. Uh, and and uh, some semblance of the crew will be back next week uh, to help you along on your Saturday. So until then, go do something nice for yourself. Finn, don't tell Dreyfus. Andy, according to my friend, Internet, this is what Letterboxd is. Letterboxd is a global social network for grassroots film discussion and discovery. Use it as a diary to record and share your opinion about films as you watch them, or just keep track of films you've seen in the past. Showcase your favorites on your profile page. That is a lot. You bet it is. That's why I want you to tell our fair listeners just one thing you do with Letterboxd that has changed the way you watch movies. Let them have it. Okay, are you ready for this? So ready. I love lists. As of today, I have 246 lists in my account. I use them to track the movies I watch, organize them in all sorts of different ways. I track them by hand. I clone lists from other people. I use them to plan what I'm going to be watching. All sorts of things. I just, I love creating lists. It's a fantastic tool. Sexiest animated characters. Andy, what is this? We love Letterboxd. And if you're a movie lover, we are sure you will too. And when you upgrade from the free account, you will remove ads and support the great Kiwi team building this amazing service. Just use the discount code NEXTREEL or visit thenextreel.com slash letterboxd to get 20% off your pro or patron membership. And it works for renewals as well.